Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today is actually a holiday. It's a Yom Tov. It's not such a famous Yom Tov, but it's actually one of the 613 commandments of the Taita. It's called Pesach Sheni, the 14th day of the month of, uh, of ER. Exactly one month after Erev Pesach, when the carbon Pesach was brought. And here is the story. One year after the Yidden, the Jewish people left Mitzrayim, they left Egyptian slavery, led by Moshe, by Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses, our teacher, who was following Hashem's instructions. They came into the desert right after they left Egypt, after they left Mount Sinai. They wandered in the desert. And exactly one year after they had left Egypt, it came time for Pesach, to bring the carbon Pesach. Now, there was two people who were Tame. They were spiritually impure because they had touched a dead body or maybe more than one dead body. There's actually a few opinions about exactly why they were impure, why they were spiritually impure, Tame, but they were. And no one is permitted to eat the carbon Pesach, the Passover lamb, the Passover offering, if they are Tame, if they are impure. But they were very upset that they could not participate in this mitzvah. And therefore, they came to Moshe, and they said, Lama Negada, why should we miss out? And there are different explanations about exactly their calculations, why they even made such a request, being that they were impure. There's different suggestions from the from the Forshim, the commentaries, exactly why. But the main point is, they didn't want to miss out. They did not want to miss out on bringing their carbon Pesach. They could easily have said, okay, so we won't bring a carbon Pesach, we're impure, okay. So we have an excuse for not doing this mitzvah, and we don't have to do the mitzvah. Fine. But that was not at all their attitude. The attitude was, why should we miss out? We do not want to miss out on this beautiful mitzvah of carbon Pesach, of bringing a carbon, a, a, a Passover lamb as an offering to Hashem and eating, eating the, the, the Passover lamb, eating the, the carbon Pesach. So Moshe did not have an answer for them. And he asked Hashem. And Hashem said, well, tell them that in one month they'll have a chance to make up for missing the carbon Pesach. The rule is that they are impure, and therefore they may not bring the carbon Pesach, they may not eat from the carbon Pesach, but in exactly one month they will have another opportunity. I, Hashem, will make a new Yom Tev called Pesach Sheni, the second Pesach. And on that day, anybody who was Tameh, impure, or far away from the place of bringing the carbon Pesach for all generations, may bring a carbon Pesach. Now the truth is, this is an amazing lesson, because we see a couple of things. Number one is, they didn't want to miss out on the mitzvah. They weren't 
happy with being excused from a mitzvah, sometimes a person might say, well, I'm excused, fine, I'm free. I'm free from the mitzvah. No, they said we want to have the mitzvah. We don't want to miss out. That's one beautiful lesson, a very important lesson, that this should be our attitude whenever we have an opportunity to do a mitzvah, we should want to grab that opportunity. And if we miss an opportunity to do a mitzvah, we should want to make it up. We should want to have that opportunity. Because a mitzvah is something which actually connects us with Hashem. What's the other lesson? It's Kemal Nishver Fallen. It's never too late. That Hashem's response to them was that it's not too late. True, you're missing out on this mitzvah, on this mitzvah, on the, on the Pesach Rishon, on the, on the main Pesach. But there's always a chance. If a person made a mistake, or they did something wrong, or they didn't do something they were supposed to do, Hashem wants to give us a second chance. Of course, we should try to be successful the first time around. But if we mess up, or if we make a mistake, or if we miss out, then Hashem wants to give us a second chance. And we should also give other people a second chance. Now, this is actually an amazing mitzvah for another reason. And that is because, of course, Hashem had in mind in the beginning to give 613 mitzvahs. But all the other mitzvahs almost were given because Hashem said, I'm giving you a mitzvah. I'm giving you this mitzvah and this mitzvah and this mitzvah. And actually the Sarahs of Dibros, um, the first two of them, we actually heard Hashem speaking the first two and then the other of the Sarahs of Dibros of the so-called ten speeches, ten sayings, ten mitzvahs, um, Hashem told to Moshe and all the other of the 613 mitzvahs, Hashem simply told to Moshe. Moshe didn't ask for the, any mitzvah. Hashem gave the mitzvahs. He instructed us. He commanded us. But this particular mitzvah, actually there's one more, which we'll, we'll talk about, God willing, another time. This mitzvah happened because people asked, why should we be left out? And again, of course, Hashem did have a mind to give this mitzvah, but He didn't want to give this mitzvah until somebody actually asked for it. So we see that some things Hashem gives when we ask for it, when we show Hashem that we really want it, or even when we demand it. The expression that used Lama Nagara, why should we miss out, is a pretty demanding statement. <laughs> the idea of it is that they're not happy with not being able to do that mitzvah. And the same thing is with us being in Gullis, with us being in exile. Although there is, of course, a purpose which Hashem made the Gullis and put us into Gullis, there's certain things we're accomplishing that we can only accomplish here. We are preparing for the Geula and so forth. But nevertheless, the bottom line is, Lama Nagara, why should we miss out? Why should we be sitting in Gullis? We want to be in the Geula. We want to have Mashiach now. We want to have the Geula. And just like Hashem was waiting for people to ask for this opportunity, for the Karpen Pesach, a second chance, so too Hashem was waiting for us to express how much we want Mashiach to come, how much we want the Geula, and how much we want that we should have it right now. 
And actually, as the Rambam says in Halacha, which we always try to learn lessons about Mashiach whenever possible, the Rambam in the last two Halacha, in the last two chapters of Mishnah Taita, where he explains about the laws of Mashiach, he says that anybody who does not believe in Mashiach coming and anxiously look forward to it, anxiously await us, await it, shows that he doesn't actually believe in the Torah of Moshe and all the other prophets who speak constantly in many, many places about Mashiach coming. But the point is that we have to look forward to Mashiach coming, not just say, okay, when Hashem's ready, he'll send Mashiach, wake me up when it happens. No, no, we have to anxiously look forward to it happening. As the Rambam says, we have to be anxiously awaiting it, anxiously looking forward to it, and ask Hashem, and even demand of Hashem, Lama Nagara, why should we be missing out? Please send us Mashiach right now. And so too, by learning Taita and doing mitzvahs and learning more Taita than expected from someone like me or like you, and doing more mitzvahs than would be expected from someone like me or like you, especially learning about Mashiach and Geula, and especially doing acts of goodness and kindness, staka and other beautiful mitzvahs. May it happen that Mashiach will come immediately, and even now that it's Pesach Sheni, it's Arab Shabbos, but it's Pesach Sheni, if we could somehow immediately be in the land of Israel on time, then we could bring our carbon Pesach right now, perhaps. We'll have to see with all the details, halachically, but perhaps theoretically we could actually still bring our carbon Pesach before Shabbos. May it happen immediately. Thank you so much for listening to Jewish Stories and more.